You're listening to the Pepper and Me podcast around the dinner table with Cherie, Cam and Lorne where we chat all things food and business. Welcome back to Around the Dinner Table. I'm here today with Lorne, my co-host uh, of my podcast and we've got another special guest on today. I've got Lisa Rooney here and she's from Blah Blah Events and I've been trying to write you a bio but you do so many things and wear <laughs> so many hats. Uh, it's really hard to kind of put that together but I actually stalked your link- LinkedIn to get a bit of an overview. Do you even know what LinkedIn is? Well, I've heard of it. <laughs> I didn't really know what it, what people like. People say you should get a LinkedIn. You should really. Someone sometimes I stalk like guys on there because <laughs> you can see their information and That's then and like, um yeah okay because you can't see if they're private Facebook or whatever. Um, someone's like stalk their LinkedIn. That's like you know a much more better way to. Yeah, but if you pay for LinkedIn, they can see that you're. Yeah, stalking yeah, them. I was told that the other week. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sorry, there's people out there probably think I'm a psycho. Just like Shree has viewed your them. page <laughs> yeah. 73 times in the last week. What's up? <laughs> check, check what Joe from Auckland's up to on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, anyway, Lisa. Anyway, Lisa's got a really good LinkedIn. Uh, uh, to be fair, I only got it about like three months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Took well, me a while to learn it. There's still time for me. It was great, I think. So your brand strategy is word of mouth, making unlikely people, places, organisations and charities the talk of the dinner table. Is that? Yeah, I would that's say what it so. Says anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was great. That's quite cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I actually think my partner wrote that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just claim it. Yeah, it's um, so basically I do wear many hats. Blah blah events itself would probably be um, a mixture of my own events, contractual events management, and um, social media marketing. Yeah. Um, I I do dabble in a lot of different things because of my background in hospitality as well. Um, but mainly it used to be my side hustle um, when I first got to New Zealand. I don't know if anyone knows this, but if you're on a work and holiday visa, you actually, um, you can't get any work in anything that isn't hospitality yes. when you first arrive. Even though I, I'd just been and got an honours degree in university, but they wouldn't no. look past that. No, you, um, can, uh, you can yeah. run food and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, basically, I um, after a few years, actually my very first job was um, at the Santa Set in Bayfair as the head elf. Uh, yeah, that was, that was um, the very when beginning. Was be when did you come to New Zealand? Uh, uh, this will be my ninth year okay. in October. Yeah. Um, and my luggage was lost in Thailand. So um, when I got here, I had $300. And um, uh, I think my camera, yeah, that was it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I just moved house and I took about like 12,000 car loads. So it just shows you how much I have accrued. Wow. That much time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, after a few years, um, I actually did my first event. It was a charity event. Um, um, for suicide and it was suicide awareness at the Pete's library um old friends of mine used to own it there um and that's how I met my boss because I approached a few businesses my old boss sorry I um approached a few businesses for sponsorship and um then I got a call offering me a job as a bar manager at Rising Tide um it had just been converted from Brewer's Bar at the time so after a few phone calls I accepted and um Six years later, I uh, I kind of took the reins on that one. I had very good bosses who um, gave me a lot of freedom to do what I wanted and a lot of events. So um, after that, um, our place, Tauranga, was born. Um, and I worked with Rochelle and the Little Big Events team on that and did a lot of events there. Yeah. And Blah Blah Events was my side hustle. And then 
um, took the leap of faith last April and it's now my main hustle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. So <laughs> you lift the rising tide to, yeah, do the blah, blah. Well, yeah, I took uh, two months in Europe first. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Now I basically, a contractual event management um, to a few places. So March was pretty hectic. Um, did first weed festival, um, Tauranga Moana Prides mm. and Rotorua Lakeside concert. I did a woman on top and two flavors of plenty events. Yeah, you had a massive. <laughs> month. I had a busy yeah. month, and then I kept seeing like every everywhere I look, you're you're popping up. <laughs> well, my mum was also visiting, and I had to move house, so oh, that was insane. the most crazy month yeah. I've had. I learned a lot of lessons well, in that I'm month. I'm done with March, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, big same. Stop. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. So I, I guess I first met you through the woman on top event. Yeah that I did maybe it took a while too because I was supposed to speak at one of the women on top and then it was moved because of COVID yeah. and then I couldn't do the next one or so there was probably like yeah lots of up and down but the woman on top event like, tell us a bit about it um I came up with the idea where I come up with all my great ideas for some reason when I'm drying my hair I don't know why. <laughs> Stimulating um, your brain. Yeah so um basically uh I've been wanting to do a speaker's event for a while um, and uh, whenever I was I was at University of Manchester, I did a lot of charity events there. Um, and I wanted something that um, did implement having a cause uh, among it. Mm-hmm. So um, we came up, when I say we, I always say we, but it is just me. Um, I, some people think I've got like this huge company. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. Um, and um, I actually, my very first guest that I asked was um, Viv Conway. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think she had just started Girls Get Off at the time. Then it was Rach Tani and Alice Rule, who um, she runs. She's a female winemaker in Hawke's Bay. So I brought these guys together. I was super nervous about it. And that's when it was born, really. And, um, you know, it was massive, wasn't it? Because it was at our place. I yeah, it was the, at our place. The first saying, yeah. she's like, I didn't know... I. Lisa just asked me to come and tell my story. And she's like, there was 120 people here. I think it was actually 170 or so yeah, at that one. Yeah, she said it was yep. massive. Yeah. And she said it was just great, great atmosphere and environment. So that was the first one. Cool. Yeah. Um, since then, we've actually, we've done probably about nine or ten. Yeah. And we just did one in Queenstown in November. Yeah, awesome. Um, that one was pretty lit because it was on a Friday night. And yeah. obviously we had Joe from Girls Get Off um, yeah. doing some sausage yeah. game. <laughs> oh, I can imagine that'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they run across to the dairy across the street and get some cheap sausages for it. Oh, um, how good. Yeah, but our co-papa for that is um, we we really try to focus on women who, I, not that there's a problem with big shot um, women's events. Um, not everyone can afford them. So um, we try and focus on affordable events which can bring people of all walks of life and I say people because even though it celebrates women it it brings everybody into it Mm. Mm. yeah so uh we just try and speak to real people, survivors, um, people who have success stories, um, people who probably don't know that they have much of an influence in the community. Mm. It was quite interesting, the one that I spoke at, because it was a fundraiser, we were fundraising for the refuge that night. Women's Refuge. Women's Refuge, yeah. and there was a lot of survivor stories, and then I was like, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to get out there and talk about making spices after that? Like, it just doesn't even... But I think you wanted me last to... To lift the mood, really, um, like to lighten, to lighten the ending. Or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also, I think you've got to give yourself credit, like you're self-made as well. Yeah, um, I and know. You have, like little kids, and you have to be able to. Other women need to hear that 
they can do stuff like that and ju- and juggle everything. Yeah, I just told jokes about getting divorced the whole time. <laughs> I think everyone, re- a lot of people related to that. Everyone enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, that was a really nice time to finish on. <laughs> so it was cool though. I think it's a really great event where, where people, yeah, come together, have have a glass of wine and um, listen to listen to cool stories and a few glasses a, of wine yeah yeah um nice evening out yeah we're planning uh we're actually working on the next one for hawks bay um yeah, and yes. that is in yeah. um at the end of june we're just um securing a venue with um the new place brother we're just sorting out a date with them at the moment yeah awesome cool well that's gonna be awesome hawks bay folks jump on that you should come down yeah <laughs> <laughs> hawks bay yeah i could be tempted now i always just saw it as being a million miles away and, and it's like, I was just like, oh, Hawks Bay, that's like too far to drive. But it's all right. If you, stay there for, <laughs> if you stay there for long enough, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just got back from Hawks Bay, didn't you? Yeah. Um, last week. We went for a girls weekend for my birthday. Yeah, so good. Yeah. We, what was your favorite favorite meal there? Oof. Um, well, there's a, there's a little place there called Deliciosa. Yeah. Um, it's in Havelock North, and they do pretty good food, but... Um, there's, I hadn't heard of that one. I didn't hear um, it. It's just uh, next to Hawthorne Coffee. Okay. Something. It was a friend of mine that actually brought me there. It's not usually the first one on the radar. Yeah. That was great. But we, um, I always rate Pepe Cafe. Have yeah. you heard of it? Yeah. We went straight there. As soon as we got into Hawks Bay, we went straight there. Yeah, that's Pizza great. And, um, and I actually had Alexandra. At, um, she is the owner and she spoke at one of, I did a small oh, event cool. Smith & Chef there once. Cool. Yeah. And she's got the most incredible story. Really? Yeah. I mean, Hawks Bay food is just, it's hard to it's hard to not like any of it. Yeah, it was great. I found the brunch scene a little bit lacking besides yeah. Brother, but we didn't really stray far from Havelock. So. Yeah, um, so you at the Irish pub. We, we spent a lot of time at the Irish pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty good, though. favourite at the Irish pub. Uh, yeah, but Brother was incredible. Uh, we have you? Did you go to 495 Wines? Like, yes, we yeah. did. Um, a friend of mine, actually, we were going to go to Smith & Chef, and last minute she was like, you need to go to 495. Yeah, and yeah. The, the building is so beautiful. It's just incredible. Um, I never oh. knew he was a master of wine. Yes, that's yeah, why it's yeah. called 495. He's the 495 ah, okay. master of wine yeah. in the world. Wine is my biggest hobby yeah, yeah yeah I was gonna ask you where that came from um, what's your yeah have you got a background in, I mean I progressed in life because I started off on like um four pine which is the equivalent of what eight dollar um Lambrini yeah when I was younger what we used to call it yeah uh we, we used to drink like a very very cheap fizzy wine Chardon Chardon. So it sounds something? like Chardon. it's Chardon. Chardon. Something? Yeah, that was an $8 nice it little sounds pretty, um, <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like pretty similar. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I think it's just been, when I say I've been in the hospitality industry a, a long time, uh, I am really crap at customer service. I've never been good at the front of house stuff. Um, it's always been the background. And um I, I guess I just um, have had the privilege of meeting a lot of winemakers around New Zealand because mm. of um, my previous job, and mm. I still continue to do menus as well. Yeah, yeah. You keep, I keep like your name keeps popping up where, <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. It's great. Um, so some of your other uh, events that you do, the book, the book swap. Um, 
What's the book swap called? Blah Blah's Secret Society. Yeah, the Secret Society. Yeah. I went to one and I, to be honest, I, it was Lex's Burgers. So someone's oh, like, yeah. oh, come to the book swap, it's Lex's Burgers. I was like, yes, I'm, I will go. Oh, Anywhere yeah. that a Lex's burger, burger will be, I will go. But there was a couple of the authors that spoke at the event and they were oh, just the, um, hilarious. Yeah, the, the book the writers. Yeah, yes, they were they awesome. written yeah. some novels and they gave us each a book and we took a book wrapped up and swapped it for a random book. Oh, it was just a great yeah. night. Like, that one sold out actually um, in 24 hours. So we had to do a so I've not been drinking this month. I'm on day like 18 or something, not that I'm counting. <laughs> and it's kind of a bit like keep saying, I'm like, I actually need a hobby because I'm so, I've got nothing to do. Like my entire life is eating and drinking. Other than running a very successful business. Oh, yeah, but I can't do that do all day. God, that's only two hours a day. <laughs> um, and it's events like that, that I don't know, just really like are just great and you don't need to drink it. Yeah. You know, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed listening to the authors and it was great. Yeah, great burgers. We actually um, focus on doing those mainly in low season like winter when yeah. people don't have anything else to do. Yes. And people thrive off it, yeah. Mm. And then you do the, the glad rags, the... I haven't done that in a while, actually. Um, swap events. Yeah, I've got to meet my Frischel. They do that with little big market suits. Yes, so. perfect. And the, you did the Pride. So Lisa was the one who wrote me in to judge the um, <laughs> dog show at the Pride Festival. <laughs> I don't think you guys got was much time you. on the mic. You. That was yeah. That was a stitch up for you, wasn't you it? Won't, well, no. Was, I just probably didn't tell Lisa that I don't really like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you just told me you wanted a miniature dash of yeah, but yeah. not because it's a dog. It's literally the only dog that I like. Oh. Yeah, when when he asked me, he's like, "What are you looking for in the dog today?" I said, "A sausage dog." And he <laughs> told me that, he told me that was discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> On the stage at the Pride Festival, it didn't go down well. He he was hilarious. He was yeah. great. Yeah, no, it was it was cool. Well, it's probably better to get someone who doesn't like dogs um, that much, even though I am judging you about that. Um, uh, it's probably better to get someone who doesn't so you can... Yeah, I was like yeah, the Simon Cowell. I was the Simon Cowell of the dog judging. <laughs> there were some people just dragging their dogs like down that lane. Yeah, it was quite... It was It was just a very different scene for me to be in, but when I've just been... I just say yes to everything and then yeah, let's see what happens. It sort of takes me very interesting places at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, cool. I think, yeah, is there... What, what are your other passions besides... I guess wine. you've got lots. Yeah, wine. A lot of your events seem to be quite charity focused. You help a lot of people. Yeah, I definitely think that's important um, to include in it, especially if you're bringing a bunch of very strong women together. Um, you should use that opportunity to, especially the something like Women's Refuge. Mm. Um, and then just recently, um, on the last one, we did Middlemore Foundation, which was there that burns in it. Oh, yeah. um, and that was because we had Kelsey Wycorn speak and she was a yes. survivor of Hikari. That, um, um, that would have been incredible to listen to her. She must have been absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean, she was. Um, she is, hasn't done a lot of public speaking. Mm. I mean, other than the global top 10 Netflix documentary that came out at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, yeah, I think she was, it was a really hot night as well. Mm. So, um, I mean, I, I think she thought she was super nervous, but I think she was overheating. So she was fine <laughs> when she was on stage. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, I mean, she's doing um, quite a few podcasts and stuff now that she's starting to open up. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah. We had some really powerful speakers that night. Yeah, amazing. And per Kelsey was like you, she had the one last <laughs> probably had like four wines before going on stage <laughs> I was well behaved when I did mine <laughs> oh cool yeah is there anything else you wanted to sort of tell us about how you 
What's your background? It's all, it's all hospitality, really. Um, well, you have a, do you have a, did you just say you have a diploma in something else, a degree in something No, else? I've got an honours degree in media and PR. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. so it is all relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's what I, um, during uni, I did events as well. Um, I mean, hospitality is my background because I had no choice when yes. I got to New Zealand. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I started doing events when I was about seven. Um, I made this little events company called The Enterprise in my backyard. Goodness, yeah. and, um, you sell tickets to your parents? Yeah. No, actually, oh, the kids on the street. Nice, um, nice. So I would do, like, talent shows, yeah. and I even had this um, museum of fossils, even though it was just, it was just like, stones and shells off the beach so with, good. like, shells so stuck good. to them. I mean, so I, it good. sounds like a scam because they all paid me for it, but, I mean, they had nothing better to do. Oh, that's great. It's, it's, yeah. it's an amazing... It's like me making, like, Witch's brew baking in the um, in the mud pit like <laughs> yes. every day it was like my yes. favourite thing to do always trying to cook something see it it's what you were destined to do yeah and then I used yeah. to come home after school while mum was at work till like five o'clock and just bring all my friends and I just cook for them just all the food <laughs> in the house just whatever I, I wish I had you as a friend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better than my fossil collection <laughs> like scrambled eggs in the microwave I remember I'd like nailed scrambled eggs in the microwave you know, microwave younger. brownie as well, which like I thought about the other night. Microwave brownie. That microwave brownie recipe. Oh yes. It was just. Don't know how I feel about scrambled eggs in the microwave. No, but when you you know when you're like fluffy, nine. Yeah, my mum used to yeah, do. Well, it. you just overcook the absolute yeah. crap out of them, and then yeah. half of it turns the water comes out. But yes. I've taught Pepper's just seven, and I she can make scrambled eggs start to finish. Scrambled eggs on toast wow. in the pan without any help. That's so she, Yeah, she does it on the weekends. Nice. Does she make you breakfast in bed? Yeah, she wanted oh, to. Hell. Yeah, I actually got up because I was like panicking about us <laughs> and I heard her ask Kit three times Kit do you want any scrambled eggs he's like no 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 okay are you sure you don't want any yeah no 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 and then, he, then we, she's plating up two beautiful plates and he's like I want some oh I want some and it's she's so good she goes and takes half the eggs oh. off each plate and puts them onto a new plate and he comes in and he's like starts crying oh I wanted lots I wanted <laughs> lots of eggs <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh, the cutest kid I've ever seen polar opposites yes it's very hard work Child, he will be <laughs> destined be for great things or jail. Who he's knows? He's pecky, right? He's, he's, Isn't he quite pecky about he his food? He's just quite intense, I think, about <laughs> everything. Yeah, picky. Yeah, food. He yeah. will eat almost nothing. But then I speak to Shannon, and Shannon's like, right, Kit's now eating carrots, tomatoes, broccoli, cauliflower, and I'm like, he won't eat that at my house. Like, absolutely. <laughs> Will not eat that at my he house. He knows he's spoiled. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's not like he gets anything else for dinner. So he literally just won't eat anything. No, nah, he gives he, he just does not care. Either. And then he'll have like seven wheat bix for breakfast the next day. Yep. So yeah, no, he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Big personalities. Yes. Anyway, okay, well should we get on to our normal setup? What is it first? On the plate. So on the plate we just talk about what what's the best or worst meal you've eaten or cooked this week or lately. Do you want to do yours first, Lauren? Yeah, I, I mean, after last week's podcast, we were talking about a few things. And so I think I need to change my segment to to you talk about stuff this week and I cook it. Because last week on the podcast, we talked about burgers. And yes. two days after that podcast, I went and made chicken burgers. Yes. Oh, the fried we, chicken burger. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And we also talked about... Chinese takeaway buffets. Oh, did you have one? Yep. And did you squish it all your food yep. in? Did yep. you shove yep. it all down I into one sure big mush? Yep. And it was all mixed together <laughs> and it was glorious. <laughs> and I probably won't go back there for six months, but now that I know where one is that is close to my house. Did I'm you like happy. it all squished together? Yep. It was great. Okay. I, it was great. Okay. You know, and you like squish yeah. the spring rolls in. It was one of those things that like, 
<laughs> as soon as we mentioned it or you mentioned it on the podcast, it just like stuck with me. Okay. And then and you um, wanted to go and squish your food in a container. Yep. Well, I actually, funnily enough, because we did the podcast on Friday last week, and oh, it's Thursday today, yeah. I've actually been cooking. And I was like, oh, this is the first week I've not been out somewhere to eat right. and in a six-day right. period. Yep. And then I realized how probably quite bad that is that I go out, dine out at least. So much. It makes me feel better about myself, though. Yeah. But I I we have this discussion it. every week. Yeah, but yeah. I have <laughs> been cooking this entire week. Nice. And I have been on top of my game. Yeah. Yes, if I do say so myself. At work cooking or at home cooking as well? Probably both, because we had a Mexican dinner party at um, my friends on Tuesday, Anzac Day, and we wanted to do a Mexican feast. I've been wanting to make the beef birria tacos, so you do pulled beef and you make the likes in the stock, stock and then you dip the tortilla in the stock and then fry the tortilla, wet tortilla, and then melt the mozzarella and then put the pulled beef in the tortilla. And then you you, strain the broth, you add... Coriander, lime juice, tomato, and onion, and then you dip your cheesy yep. pulled beef tortilla in yep. the broth. So we did that, and then I, but I made queso to start with, so we had like this three liters of dip. cheese dip, and everyone ate that, and it was so full. Yeah. So good, but it's <laughs> it so bad. So for good. You, eh? Yes, it definitely is so bad for you. It's not good. If you put salsa, fresh salsa on top, it makes it a lot lighter. Right. Yeah. It was. It was great though. So I cooked that. Um, Oh, I made this really nice beef curry the other day. It was actually delicious. I know. And I've everyone's like, what did you put? I was like, I literally I had one kilo of diced beef that I needed to use up urgently because it was just sort of starting to smell and I knew that I wasn't it was on Friday, I think. So I was like, I need to cook this right now because I'm not coming back to work. So I chucked the diced beef in a pot with a diced onion, tandoori paste, gone to Bombay seasoning, one tin of tomatoes and like a liter of stock. Um, and then I wanted to put chilies in it because I was like, oh, that needs some flavour. So I poured half a jar of pickled chilies in it. Were they like pickled chilies that you'd made or like? No, they're just pickled chi- just Like you buy, I quite jar. like buying a jar of pickled, the whole right. pickled chilies. Yep. I quite like eating them. You, you could probably use jalapenos or something. Yep. It was the same thing, but they're just whole chilies. And then I put it in the oven, left it alone for four hours, pulled it out and then just took it home. And I reckon it must have been because you left it for like the weekend. Maybe. And brought it in on the Monday. So it was I, we delicious. had some on Friday so night tender. though. And oh, I was okay, like, was still oh good. my gosh, that curry is incredible. Pickled Didn't chilies. even cook, cook rice. We just had it with. Um, oh, when I went to Edinburgh last week, they gave me a loaf of sourdough to take okay. home. So I had this beautiful fresh sourdough and this curry. And then I bring the rest in on Monday. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, that's like the best curry I've ever tasted. So, so simple, oh, so gosh. good. Uh, and then I remembered I did actually go out for brunch twice <laughs> the last week where did you go I haven't well, been I, out at all I I've went, been cooking I know I was like oh, who am I but don't worry I've actually been out twice um and I went to Elizabeth Street because they've just oh, yeah. brought out their new menu and they're doing they use our sesh oil and they do a chili scramble and the last one was like on a leak on a leak thing I don't know it was good but I didn't like wasn't like mind-blowing this one the chili scrambles on a whipped feta with a capsicum jam on the sourdough, and it is sensational. It's, p- it's probably exactly what I was going to do if, if what I would do if I could have a menu with a chili scramble on it. I think the chili scrambled eggs and whipped feta with sourdough is like the perfect, perfect combo. So new dishes at Elizabeth Street. They've also got a Turkish eggs, which is very, very, very good. New Turkish eggs, and there's a keto waffle, which I didn't try, but I might try that next time I go there because it looks very, very good. And then we went to go to Picnica for brunch on Tuesday morning, um, but they only do brunch on the weekends, and I thought it was a weekend because it felt like a weekend because I wasn't at work, but then they only had lunch menu, 
And yeah. then I instantly wasn't hungry. I was like, oh, I kind of just want eggs. I don't. Oh, was that on Anzac Day? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I went on Tuesday evening. Oh, did you? They have a new $29 steak, steak and ah. chips there. Yeah. They're doing a Sunday rush too, which sounded quite appealing. Yeah, the um, for three adults for $119. Yes. Yeah. That's really good value, right? Eh? Yeah, three adults or two adults and two kids. Two kids. Yes. Yeah. It's and like it's a like a, it's a whole lamb shoulder inside. So, mm. Mm. so that's it, Picnica. I haven't. Yeah. It's really clever. It's actually a brilliant idea for winter to get people out. Yeah. yeah. I've missed roasts. Like, yes, we don't do them very much here, whereas, like, it's a staple in Ireland. Yep. Mm. Yeah. You don't see it anywhere no. except the Irish pub, eh? Unless, roast. well, I mean, I don't really go to the Irish pubs here, but um, Corn and Badger have a pretty nice roast whenever oh, yeah. they're open, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't either, but oh, that's that's really good to see that. I wasn't sure how it worked. The only post I'd seen was on Instagram. So yeah. I didn't know how many people it was for. Or I messaged them. <laughs> <laughs> Got all the details. Don't worry, anyway. we'll advertise it. $119 roast for your family. <laughs> in town. <laughs> we just had a fish slider and some crispy chicken. Um, and the kids had hot dogs. And we ordered the kids mac and cheese. And it was it, it was great. It was, it was like, good? It was actually great, yeah. And like, Pepper's like, I didn't know what a mac and cheese. We're like, shh. We're having it. <laughs> it's not for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Nice. Great, great location. Pic- picnic is the most stunning, beautiful restaurant inside. Yeah, oh my God. So it's like good. something you would see in Auckland or Melbourne. It is, right. yeah. Um, incredible. So yeah, okay, that's what's been on my plate. What about you? Ooh, um, good. Is this the... You can do stuff? either. either. Um, Anything. Yeah. So um, I'll give you one casual and I'll give you one fancy fancy. So... I we went it wasn't this week but it was very recently we went to the chef's it's called the chef's table or um, chef's menu at Solera. Oh yes, have you tried it? Yeah, no, I don't think I have. It's it, it they do it every night. I know they've upgraded it to a hundred and hundred and twenty dollar um, chef's menu, which only is at seven p.m. on weekends, and you have to you get seated on the actual chef's the bar. Pass. Yeah, um, but they have got one for eighty five dollars, which is every every night. Mm. Um, honestly, it just blew us away. Really? It was, it's five courses and we obviously sat on the chef's bar. So we spoke to the chefs. They tell you, you see them making it. Um, and there's, uh, there was just this one, I think they used it on the flavors of plenty, um, battle, not the battle of the snack, but it was one of the events they did there. Yeah. And they've got a kingfish, um, a little small kingfish dish and it's got chicken skin on it. Oh, like a crispy. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't eat chicken skin usually. I usually like peel it off really? the chicken. Yeah, unless it's super crispy. Super, yeah, I don't yeah. like fatty stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, you could literally just have a whole bag of the chicken oh, skin. Man. And they're oh. curry leaves. I could just eat a whole bag of those as well. Wow. But Was yeah, it raw kingfish? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. With a crispy chicken skin. Yeah. Oh. And it's it's the way they played it. It's yeah. just exceptional oh, as well. Oh, that sounds great. Definitely. Yeah. It's so, the value for money there is amazing. Okay. Um, And then... Uh, I mean, my favorite food ever is Italian, and it's hard to please me with pizza. But we got Avenue Pizza um, a few nights ago, the one over in Tonga side where Lloyd's Deli is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, hands down best pizza I've had in New Zealand. Really? Yeah, so good. Have you tried it? I have when you used to be at the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, some. yeah. It's a little bit different now. Okay. Um, yeah, but it was, I mean, we just had a Netflix, got some um, Netflix pizza and chips night. And some red wine. Avenue does is at readers, but they do the square pizzas there. Yeah, but, but they don't different. taste the same at all. Yeah, um, the Avenue over at Lloyd's Deli is more. It, it definitely, I think it might be wood fired. Yes. Um, and if you go inside, it's got this old nineteen seventies New York diner. Not even yes. a diner, just like a pizza place feel. And yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure they're trying to get a liquor license at the moment. So yeah. it'd be such a cool place to go and have a beer and yeah, cool. have some pizza slices. But yes. that was incredible. 
the deli as well. Haley keeps asking me about it. Lloyd's Deli. Yeah, but there was. I w- oh, I got a sandwich the other week. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I got a sandwich, took it away. I don't know. It didn't like blow my mind, but I think I don't know. Maybe it was just too hyped up. What one did you get? I got a Reuben and a chicken. Oh yeah, I've had the Reuben. And I think that the, the, the Reuben should have been on the focaccia rather than the sourdough. Yeah. And I think that that might like I'm just being picky. I don't know. I don't know. I just expected more. Maybe because yeah. it was twenty bucks for a sandwich. You know where you should try actually. We um I should have said this first. On Friday we went to Ruby's, which is the new yes. place. Have so, you tried it? No, I haven't. But Ruby's has just gone in at the island. Yeah. So the Islanders oh. a great pub bar. I did see this on Instagram. They do pizza. Yeah. That I go on about how good the calamari is there. Yes. Um, and now they have like a little bar off to the side, and it's usually the adults only bar. Yeah. It? And they've turned that into Ruby's, which I guess yeah. is a sister to Rita's, which is in town, kind of. Yeah, it sounds a bit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they've put the taco place in there. Tacos Takayo. Yeah. And um, I did an event a few weeks ago for Flavors of Plenty called Food for Thought. And it was speaking to immigrants in the industry who have um, had it helped shape our food and beverage yeah. industry here. Mm. And Roto and Dulce, who are the owners of Tacos de Cairo, they're from Tijuana. Mm-hmm. And their food is so authentic, oh, cool. mm. so good. I was actually there at the same time as um, Sarah Harini from, she's the captain of the Black Ferns. Oh, you said that. Yeah. And, and Brody Kane. It was Brody Kane. Yeah, Brody Kane was um Brody Kane was running around the mine. Oh. <laughs> she was like running past me and no idea who I was. I was like, hi. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Brody Kane. I love her. Massive yeah. fan. But yeah, they're they've got a corn, um, some kind of corn uh queso. It's got a yeah. bunch of cheese yeah. on top. It's probably the best corn I've ever had in my life. Okay, right. I will actually well, go there yeah, this yeah. weekend because I'm Do moving it. to Pathmore. And I'm going to I am. Oh, yes, well, you right. live here at the moment in Torrico. Yeah, or? I know. Yeah. And I work here also. So oh. I'm just moving 45 minutes yeah, away. Yeah, by the beach yeah. for your sausage dog. For my, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Okay, cool. Well, I'll make sure that's on my list. Do you know what the thing? I, I was hesitant about that place because it's so authentic. And I actually, I don't know. It's Sometimes it's not that enjoyable to eat super authentic Mexican. Like, like a Kiwi authentic. I quite, I quite like it. You know, we're just so accustomed to a Tex-Mex. Yeah. And if it's like a corn, I, I prefer a flour tortilla over a corn tortilla, I guess. Yeah. And then if Same it's actually. too hard, the corn tortilla, if it's like hard and dry, and then you're having like some tongue or cactus or, they I don't do know, it's just too out the gate. I'm like, give me a pulled beef and mozzarella taco. They have that the as day. well. Um, they do cactus. Um, yeah. I tried it. Um, I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Um, my partner loved it, but I wasn't a fan of the cactus. But it's just because I'm not used to it. Yeah, um, yeah. That's probably just not used to it, being yeah. authentic. They do one dish, though, where it's like um, baked and it's basically just pure cheese with um, mince or something. You get the tortillas on the side. Okay. I mean, it's sort very like naughty, but it's yeah. really good. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Give it a go. Give yeah. it a go. I, and I'm, then gonna, I'm decide next going week. to give it a go. I just, yeah, that was my, yeah. like, oh, that's interesting. I'm not really a big fan of Mexican food. I never have, like, my partner's crazy about it, but um, I've got, it like, a, this war with um, cumin. I know that's real controversial. Really? Yeah. Fun, it's like a it. funny thing not to like. Everyone has one herb they don't like, right? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't think. My mum hates um, oregano. I love it. Interesting. Yeah, I, I love don't know if but I don't like the aniseedy, licorice taste. Do you not like not phenol? A, uh, you do phenol. like phenol. Oh, I don't not, like that either. Not do like. Not. Oh my god, phenol is my favorite. Yep. Sp- like spice. Yep. Absolutely love phenol. I've been putting it in everything, like pork and phenol sausage pasta, no, pork and phenol yeah. sausage rolls. Oh. If it's in something like that, yeah, that's fine. you like but it. Yeah, it is a strong. It's strong. Flavor. I don't like licorice. Mm, yeah. Anyway, back to the island. Okay. Like. <laughs> 
I'm I'm definitely gonna have to go there and try that now because I reckon any food is instantly ten times better when it's a place like that where you can just let your kids free roam. Yeah. Can you take kids on that side though, or can you get Who cares? the tacos? Um, the on the other side. I don't think so. You can leave them. You can leave them in the little <laughs> kitty play the area. Yeah. And then, yeah. but could we take the tacos onto the other side? Um, probably. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. You can okay. stalk. There are a lot of black ferns go there, so you can just stalk them. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll be there at some point over the weekend. Looking forward to that. Okay, cool. Um, food trend. So sometimes we just talk about usually a food trend that we've seen that we like, ha- love or hate. Usually on TikTok. Did yep. you have you got one this week? Oh, I did have one, but now I can't remember it. I should have written it down. Did you? Did you have one? I mean, I'm not cool enough for TikTok yet. Oh. Aren't you? Oh, you're gonna have to get on. I know. I, I really should. But um, I part of my many hats is I run hand social media kinds. Yeah, so you're fully for older businesses. Yeah. yeah. So um I mean my phone just doesn't even have I don't even use it personally much anymore. Yeah. Um but uh I mean it's not really a TikTok trend, but um I've got a thing also controversial. Um I've got a thing about Asian fusion. Like I like some Asian fusion restaurants, but yeah. I think it's getting a bit much and um especially if a pub makes Asian fusion and it comes out and you're just like this is not really <laughs> yeah. Asian fusion yes, some fair. mint and fish sauce yeah um but uh especially because there, there are so many hidden gems especially around it well around every city and authentic in yeah. yeah have you been to chinese 88 i have heard about it no i have not you need to get out more in okay. Toronga. like i do so i do well i am actually away <laughs> so much that i don't and then when i'm here yeah i well, I'm trying to. I, mean, I hadn't been to Picnica for like a year, so that was good to go there. Yeah, okay. You have to. Um, it was actually um, Josh from Bio Rollers that told us about it originally. Okay. Um, it's um, on Cameron Road, um, pretty near the hospital. I mean, you wouldn't never think to go there, but it is fully booked every single really? night. Chinese every idiot. night, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, you go in, like, the there's staff no, are amazing. There's no packed up takeaway containers, is there, of jam packed? <laughs> no, no, but the, you go in and they've got those um, Chinese custard buns and stuff at the front. Oh. And you can see the, the meat hanging yes. um, at the front. Um, cool. It's real um, super hygienic. And the, the staff are amazing. It's BYO, so you can bring oh, your own um, wine as well. Okay. And they have got those big round tables that move. And uh, you can sit with all your all your friends, and okay. the portions are huge. Okay. Singapore noodles are the best I've ever had. Okay, amazing. Yeah. I'm always looking for good places like that. You need a recommendation though. My, I love that dumpling delight. Um, oh, that's it's just up from Nectar, I think. Or oh yeah, on Eighth Street. It's very yeah. low key. It looks kind of like a dairy. Yeah, I've not tried it. Red sign, best dumplings, and the beef uh, brisket noodle soup, spicy brisket noodle soup is so oh, good yum. and also very cheap. Yeah, love it. Speaking of Asian fusion, I saw something on Instagram last week, and it's called Broke Boy Taco, and they're doing the buria, so the broth with the you know, and it looks outrageous. But they're doing a buria ramen, so it's like a Mexican oh. Chinese smash. And you use the pulled beef yep. stock in the and ramen and the noodles. noodles. <laughs> the noodles. But it, it, it's kind of it would work. It's kind of genius. They look incredible. It'll be delicious. And so Where are they just, based? He's in Auckland. They think oh, they nice. just done a pop up at uh, Ponsonby Social Club. Mm. And the ramen, they have their own broke boy ramen pots, and then the burrito tacos, and you dip you, and then you eat oh. the noodles. It actually looks insane. Yep. I was like, oh, that's, that's so clever. controversial, but I kind of like rate it. More like a, a collab than a than Asian fusion, isn't it? Which is probably better. Well, like a, a Mexican Asian collab fusion. Yeah, I don't um, know. It's so clever though, because like, what do you do with? 
the broth, the broth after like after every you, single person yeah, double dipped all their tacos. And the flavours are quite similar. You're using like yeah. a beautiful beef stock. You've got chili, coriander, you've got onion, you've got, you know, like those yeah, flavours would, be would very similar. theoretically work so well together. But yeah, yeah I never yeah. would have thought to do that. And I guess Chinese five spice kind of flavours. Well, it's chili. The berry is a lot of like. Um, the Mexican uh, chili, yes, those yeah. dried chilies. Yep. But I mean, it's just, just a different type of chili, isn't it, that you'd have in ramen? So good. Yes, it looks incredible. We, we need to go there. We, like, need to go there. My food trend, did I, oh, it's not really a food trend, but it, it is a trend. It's just so much of a trend that it's its own whole own category of the internet. Mukbang. Oh. So, because I love watching food on TikTok and Facebook, now it's coming up with people eating food. Yeah. And I can't help but watch it. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I watching this lady eat McDonald's? Yep. Yep. <laughs> why? Wait, what? What is it? When you people video themselves eating, it's, so they get the. It's almost like it's ASMR kind almost of. Almost always takeaway, and they I like. I think I would like that. And they say, "I'm I'm here, and I've got a McDonald's," and they get it, and then they pull out, and they're like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Oh, what have you got?" <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I've got McNuggets, cheeseburger, <laughs> and then they sit there and eat it all. <laughs> Watching. We could do a mukbang. It'd just be a podcast and we'd just eat food at the Why same time. Why do people watch that? Why know. is it an entire category? There's as much mukbang as there is people cooking yes. on the internet. Probably people, more. What, people watching people eating. some kind of fetish? Or? Uh. I reckon maybe. <laughs> maybe. And they get a Chinese. There's people who literally just film themselves and eating. And it's like it's this much food. It's yeah. not just like one or two little meals or something. Yeah. It and it's often tasked on. This guy eating sushi the other day and he's like, sl- he's like dip, dip, dip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like and he had the big beard, but his voice was really soothing. Oh. And I was did, like, did, did the food catch on his beard? It probably did at some point. Like he was like, "Oh, I'm having a scallop sashimi. Scallops, my favorite sashimi. Here's my little ponzu dressing." Oh <laughs> no, not for me. <laughs> well, I watched. <laughs> I couldn't stop watching. <laughs> Why do people like watching that? Actually, um, have you guys seen that there's a new um, movie? It was like top 10 in New Zealand so it's called Hunger. No. Oh. I think it's um, based in Japan or somewhere. You need to watch it. And then you, okay. you can talk about it next week. All right. Okay. It's right. pretty insane. Okay, yeah. perfect. Oh, actually, it's based in Thailand. It's in Thailand, yeah. Excellent. All right. Has anyone got a food they'd like to cancel? Cumin. Cumin. <laughs> you can't get some cumin. <laughs> so bold. Cumin? Oh. No, cumin's good. Is that your food to cancel? I mean, everyone will probably hate me for that. Uh, I think the food that I would cancel is probably already cancelled. Like, um, grow up because obviously, real old Ireland. Um, my my mum grew up in a farm, and you know, way way back during famine times. Obviously, mum's not that old. She wasn't in the famine, but they had they used to have cabbage and bacon. Um, and they would boil it. Mm. And when I was little, you used to always try and make me eat it. And I hate the boiled, smell. Boiled cabbage. I hate everything about it. Yeah. yeah. And I cabbage. still hate that smell. Like, I'll eat yeah. sauerkraut and stuff today. But, um, yeah, I would cancel that. I think it's yeah. probably pretty cancelled anyway. Interesting. <laughs> as long as it doesn't make a comeback. It's quite amazing how, like, most cultures have a version of that, like, cabbage, some sort of boiled cabbage sort of thing. Eh? Like, I guess, like, mm. a boil up. A boil up, yeah. yeah. But then I was watching the, in Poland they do um, they make dumplings from cabbage so they put the pork meat inside the cabbage leaves roll it into oh, a dumpling oh, that. oh that'd be nice though yeah yeah, yeah but it's just it's, I just find it quite fascinating how each culture has like a slightly different variation on quite similar concepts like um, like a ravioli or a tortellini essentially being very similar to a dumpling and then Jap- Jap- Japan's got gyoza dumplings and then Chinese has got 
their dumplings and then in Poland and Russia they have potato dumplings because mm. that was what you know what they that, could what they get at their of. time yeah, yeah. it's just amazing how like yeah one that uh, that idea transpires across different um, cultures and everyone has their own version of it yeah I think it's in my blood to like potato yep. I, just, yes. I will try every kind of potato but what's your favorite kind of potato Ooh, um chips and gravy yeah, um, from Palace. Like oh, so, um, Palace used to call me the gravy lady. Oh my um. god! I actually, oh, I just remembered I went to Palace Burger on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go out anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I went to Palace Burger on Sunday. I was so tired and grumpy, which I shouldn't have been because I'm not drinking. That's probably um, why you're tired and grumpy. <laughs> yeah, and we had a cheeseburger. We had loaded fries with jalapeno poppers, and we had um, the wing chicken wings mm. with uh, with blue cheese sauce. So good. That's so good. I don't think you can so beat Palace good. Burgers. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'll probably want to go there every Sunday. It's so much food. It was great. Well, this one's probably I'm probably going to get cancelled instead of the food for saying this, but um, it's a, probably a Kiwi staple. Um, I never knew really much about it until um, my partner Michaela was um, sick once and she made ham hock. Is it oh, bacon hock soup? Oh, bacon hock soup. Yeah. 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 You did oh, what? <laughs> I <laughs> hated it because she, um, I think she slow cooked it for like 12 yeah. hours as yeah, well. And the smell was in the apart. house the whole time. Oh. It was making me even more nauseous. Oh, like, that is definitely like a staple. Yep. Yeah. We grew up with that. Yep. It's all through with know. She said, oh, if you don't, don't mention that on the podcast because um, Kiwis will hate you for it. No, everyone. But. Well, I tried to cancel donut <laughs> stuffed donuts last week. So oh, actually, no, I heard that podcast. You're talking about the ones with the um, plastic. No, yeah, I think that's weird. It's weird, yeah. eh? And it's yeah. Too, yeah, it's too much. It's too much. I, I mean, why can't you just, too much, why do you have to have a, a big injection thing stuck in it? It's, it's, the, like it's, just, just, a, it's just the show, isn't it? Or you're like, oh, I'm going to put that yeah, but it's plastic. plastic in your fridge. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ham hock soup. Yeah, that's actually interesting. I, I mean, if you hadn't grown up with it, it is kind of a weird concept to like slow, like the celeries, like everything just turns to mush. Okay. Yeah, I just don't like the smell. Yeah. Oh, actually, I wouldn't need it either, but I don't like the smell. Funny. Okay. Have you got anything to cancel? No. Yeah, I, I don't think I do either. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing to cancel this week. Perfect. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's us for this week. Have you got anything um, up and coming, Lisa, that you wanted to... Um, share with everyone we'll probably um, bring the Blah Blah Secret Society back for winter cool um, so any ideas just send me a send me a DM so what is the Secret Society is it just like cool little we do powerful short talks powerful um, short as talk. well as um, sometimes we we get producers in to do tastings along with that and we always do the book swap like yes. um, if we don't do the book swap people get very angry oh, so okay. uh, <laughs> must yeah. Do the book swap. yeah we have to do the book swap no I had what. to do it because we went with, we had five tickets and I had to run around on the Friday like find five books of my house and wrap them all oh, up. That's right. Like, I don't have the books. <laughs> did you bring one of your cookbooks? Yeah. Funnily enough, I didn't. Oh, I did. I no, I didn't think to. I should have. Well, I did a book swap for the one in Hogs Bay at Smith and Chef, and Alexandra Tiley, who yes. runs Pepe, has a cookbook as well. Oh yeah. And um, I saw her coming in with a book uh, that was wrapped, <laughs> and um, as soon as the book swap started, it's ran over we and grabbed it. it. <laughs> was it yeah. a cookbook? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did. For some reason, that didn't even cross my mind to bring my own book. I was like, going oh, you should. Comments, yeah. Um, but yeah, that and uh, we've got women on top, Hawks Bay, and then cool. we'll see what we'll see what we have for the winter. But um, and then we have. Uh, I'm working on the general taking over mod. Yeah, yeah. I kind of mentioned that last week. I um, haven't been down yet, but 
I haven't, they haven't really transformed the menu quite yet, but um, as of the 18th of May. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, we'll get some of your products in I sent well. um, all my feedback in. Good. Big Good. email. I want your feedback. I was a bit brutal on it too. I'm not doing I'm the like, menu. This is my local. <laughs> I want this to be yeah. the best it can be. So. Yeah, well, they're, they're going to work hard on it. Cool. And, um, yeah, hopefully we go there. The general is sensational, so I have mm. full faith. Yeah, a friend of mine um, owned that originally. Yes. Malika. Yes, yeah. Malika. Yeah. yeah, she put a lot of work into it, and Will has um, continued the legacy. He has. Mm. Yeah, he's done very well, actually. Yeah. Cool. All right, so, Lorne, have you got someone to... Yeah, as usual, this um, podcast is sponsored by Pepper and Me. Um, use the code FREESUCKS, and you get 10% off your order. Um, and so every week we call someone up and refund their order if they've used the discount code. And so this week... We will call um, Kylie, who purchased using the discount code, and hopefully Kylie picks up. Yeah, we usually get an answer phone, don't we? Yeah, the last couple have just been answered. We phones. got on. We've got, got a work day. <laughs> moving house tomorrow, so I've got a big week. Hello, Kylie speaking. Oh, Kylie, it's Lorne and Shree here from Pepper and Me. How are you doing? <gasps> I'm awesome, thank you. <laughs> Why, well, as you made realise? <laughs> you're on the podcast and you've used the code Shree Sucks to get yourself 10% off, and because of that, you've also won your order for free. So we're going to refund your order. Oh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank I'm you for very listening. excited. Awesome. I love listening to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much. Awesome. Have okay. a good afternoon. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Cheers, bye. Just like that. Cool. All right. Thanks so much for coming on, Lisa. Thanks it's great for having to have me. you here. Make sure everyone's following um, Lisa's Instagram. It's just at blah blah events. events. Yeah. Yep. Go Thank and you. give her a follow and then you can keep an eye because you're doing stuff all around the country, aren't you? So that's going to be hopefully awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for listening to the Pepper and Me podcast, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're interested in any of the products that we're talking about, you'll find us at pepperandme.co.nz.